Hey, what's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. We are not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. Today, we're going to talk about this post from Dr. Brad Harab. And I'm getting some wonky reaction on the live stream. I'm going to continue with this podcast, and hopefully the net works itself out. I've had some weird technical difficulties today. That's why I'm streaming so late. I try not to stream this late. If you notice, I have gotten a ring light. And sadly, I didn't have to purchase this ring light because... You'll notice the light shift now. My other ring light was not broken. It's just the base was blown out. And incidentally, I kind of like that. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave that on. I think maybe it's good to have that ambient lighting. Anyway, um, good good to see you. Uh, Lay Williams, I hope you're doing well. I know you were in the ER the other day with your back. And uh, we've did it. I definitely prayed for you. And I know everybody on the stream prayed for you. If you are here and you're in the live stream and you're listening to this, please be our algorithm. Share this, and that way Facebook will put it in front of other people that share similar interests as yourself. Now, let me get into this. Um, let me get into this. Oof. Hopefully I can read this. Uh, the text is kind of small. Let me just read this, and I want to offer some of my thoughts. We're, we're probably not going to go to many Bible verses today. Because this is just this is actually me. Th- these are my cogitations about another brother's cogitations. But I think this post is good enough that although my platform is smaller than Brad Harib's, I probably have reached some people that don't know about him and that might not see this. So I really want I really want you to watch this and I really want you to listen to this. And it is in the show notes. So uh Anyway, and again, I'm thinking something wonky is going on with the live stream, so just we'll we'll get the archive up on Podbean. Here's the question. Is it time to trim down the special events by Brad Harib, Ph.D.? And I'm going to read this in its entirety with no commentary. I get the opportunity to speak on a lot of lectureships, seminars, men's days, youth rallies, etc., I am thankful for each opportunity that I spend, or I'm I'm thankful for each opportunity, and I spend a lot of time in preparation and prayer for those events. I want to pose a question, not meant to divide, judge, or create strife, just meant to get everyone thinking. Is it possible we have oversaturated our lives with these special events? and continue to add more and more so that we don't have to do the quote-unquote dirty work of actually going out and conducting Bible studies slash evangelizing. The truth is, we can fill our calendar with these special events, have special lessons on every subject under the sun, and do all kinds of activities, quote-unquote maybe even learning a great deal and making ourselves feel good. All the while, the lost souls around us 
continue to step out into eternity. It's kind of ironic that we have all of these special series that have been branded with really cool names and logos where men talk about the importance of evangelism and disciple-making, and yet, most people aren't actually doing it. In fact, sometimes it feels like the number of special events seems to be growing faster than actual membership in most congregations. And every now and then, or excuse me, again, I can't see very well. I need to enlarge the text, but I have no way to do it. And everything now has to be a big production. It has to be filmed and have cool lighting. It needs to be entertaining with quote-unquote big-name speakers. Church? Maybe it's time we take a serious look at all of the special events we are hosting and ask ourselves, are our people really going out and making disciples Or are these events giving them the false sense that they are busy in the Lord's kingdom? It's not about the events. It's not about the cool stage lighting. It's not about the speakers. It's about Jesus. It's all about what he did on the cross. And until we get out of our comfort zones and tell more people about him and his precious gift, the world will remain lost. Now, brethren, I totally agree with this. And I also want to emphasize, if your congregation is having a gospel meeting this year, I don't think you shouldn't. I do think we need to revamp our reasoning for doing this. Back in the day, these events were called revivals. And what would happen is, during the, the, the good weather, there'd be a tent revival and stuff like that, and congregations would get together and they would edify the brotherhood. But what would happen is you would, you would have this revival for the purpose of evangelism. You would make sure that there were people that were doing Bible studies, that there were non-believers coming to these events, and the focus was on evangelism. Also, whenever we would uh, have these gospel meetings, they were evangelistic events. The, the congregation got together, would door knock, would canvass the neighborhoods, and stuff like that. And people were uh, sitting down across the kitchen counter from other people, and they were studying the Bible. I remember times like these. I don't, again, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what Dr. Harib is, is witnessing here, and we see all kinds of events that cater to the brotherhood, and we need to cater to the brotherhood. The threefold work of the church on earth is evangelism, benevolence, and edification. That's how the the church on earth facilitates or fulfills the purpose of the church on earth, which is to glorify God. How do you glorify God on earth? Evangelism, benevolence, edification. So these events that we have are edifying. They build the brethren up. But if we don't execute on the plan, on the plans that are laid during these events, then the events themselves are worthless. We have to make sure we're executing. Uh, Jonathan Exum says, we had a revival last year. We didn't call it a meeting. I'm glad of that. And, and the thing about it is, if, if the congregation where you are uh, is having issues with growth and is having issues with um, evangelism, 
then maybe you do need to come in and have a revival. Maybe maybe have Rob 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 Whitaker come in and do an evangelism seminar. And there are others. I think uh, Tim Wilkes and company still goes around and teaches um, fishers of men. Make sure you're having events like that, but make sure these events uh, don't don't just happen one and done. Oh, we've got together. You know, our congregation is having four events. We're having one event per quarter that we're sinking all of this money into. We a large part of our budget is sunk into these events. But yet, while we're not doing the events, we're not executing on the plans that were made and the skills that were learned and the knowledge that was garnered during the events. I hear people talk about polishing the pulpit. Now listen, I love the idea of polishing the pulpit. I enjoyed my time going to polishing the pulpit. But what I'm concerned about is how people discuss and talk about polishing the pulpit. Oh, I can't wait. I, I, they, they look back on polishing the pulpit, and, they, and some people say, yeah, you know, whenever we leave polishing the pulpit, the only thing I'm looking forward to is next year at polishing the pulpit. And I'm like, how terrible must your life in Christ be? Polishing the pulpit ought to be a really good way to go and learn some stuff and touch base with Christians that you haven't seen in a while. But if the highlight of your year as a Christian is polishing the pulpit, forgive me for speaking colloquially, you ain't doing Christian right. If the highlight of your year is polishing the pulpit, you're not doing Christian correctly. We need to be these joyous people who are busy about doing the Lord's work. And if all we're doing is focusing on one thing, that's edification, what the church is going to be is like the spaceship in the Disney Pixar film WALL-E and we're these fat, gluttonous people carried around on these hover chariots and everything is handed to us and we're not doing any work. We're not living fulfilled lives in Christ. Are we on a battleship or are we on a cruise ship? It's a good question. I think we have had for the last maybe couple or three decades the idea that we're on a cruise ship. Now remember, I am speaking generally. If this doesn't apply to you and your congregation, then I'm not talking about you and your congregation. I'm part of the digitalbiblestudy.org group, and I'm a presenter on the digitalbiblestudy.org group. And whenever I go live on digitalbiblestudy.org Facebook page and YouTube channel, you know, I typically have 30, 40, 50, sometimes 70 people in my live stream. And I always make the point that the folks that are part of the Digital Bible Study uh, community and family, probably 75 or 80% of the things that I talk about that the church faces probably doesn't apply specifically to them because they're the they're the people that beat the beat the curve they're the ones that are above the curve they're they're the cream of the crop if you will but the 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 vast majority of people that are just out here and they're they're trying to live their life they don't spend as much time as they need to in the bible they go to church maybe every time the doors are open and then they depend on these events to to make themselves feel fulfilled in their Christian walk, we've got to change that. 
and the problem is execution. You're laying very good plans. You're making very good plans during these events. You have to execute. Let's say you attend four events a year, four week-long events a year. Well, there's 52 weeks in a year. That means 48 weeks out of the year, you need to be executing. That means that you're in the trenches, in the battlefield, doing the quote-unquote dirty work, as Brad Harab says. And then you should use these events to kind of revitalize yourself and, and edify yourself. But if all we're doing is the events, I want you to think about that Disney Pixar film Wally and those fat people being wheeled or, or being hovered around on those carts, having everything handed to them. We're, we're on a cruise ship, not a battleship. And I know it's a short podcast today. I know I don't have book, chapter, and verse to prove what I'm saying because what I'm saying is just able to be observed. Look around. Take heed unto thyself. Think about these things and make sure that you are not acting as if this is a cruise ship. But remember, we need to act as if it's a battleship. You have the brief before the mission, and you've been given the commission now and the object of your mission. Now it's time to go execute. And sometimes you have to come back into the harbor and dock and do maintenance on your battleship and do maintenance on your body as a soldier, and you need to get revamped in your training. But then you go right back out there and you get to work. I would say a large a large part of the of the group of Christians that attend all these events and stuff like that, they're probably doing that. But many are not. We need to bridge that gap. We need to we need to close that gap. So I hope I haven't been too much of a negative Nancy. I hope I haven't been I hope I don't come across as as riding a hobby horse or anything like that. I just really liked what Dr. Harab had to say. And I agree with it. And I hope you don't think that this is a whole scale a wholesale condemnation of having events like Polishing the Pulpit, PTB Spark, um, what else? The, the, like the Memphis School of Preaching Lectureship, the Bear Valley Lectureships, gospel meetings, men's retreats, stuff like that. I don't want you to think that I'm condemning this, and I don't know Brad Harrod personally, but I would imagine he's not condemning them either. I think we just need to make sure we're doing what God wants us to do. Remember, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All authority has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And Paul wrote to Timothy, That which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same, commit thou to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. That's what we are supposed to do. That's the reason for the events. You plan on the events. You're strengthened in the events. You plan in the events. You strengthen in the events. And the in the other much larger majority of the year, you execute. It's a battleship, folks, not a cruise ship. I hope I've said something that's encouraged you. I hope I've said something that inspires you to go out and try to get a Bible study with somebody. This has been Tony Brewer with Cogitations. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. God bless you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.